Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into episode number 447 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB coming at you with a solo dolo special edition of the pod because later on in the episode, we just add an exclusive interview. That's why this episode's a little bit later than typical. It's coming out on an actual Monday. We got an exclusive interview with newly drafted, newly minted underground athlete. Joshua Hood from the the South Jersey area, from Vineland, went to NC State, had a whole journey to, to get to where he is, newly drafted by the Seattle Mariners in the Major League Baseball draft. Uh, got a chance to chat with Josh just a little bit ago. He just got drafted, uh, so very excited to share that with you guys. Uh, an awesome little you know quick hitter interview with Josh. I've known Josh since the beginning. Uh, since he was a wee lad, and uh, to see him finally, you know, get that moment uh, is, is one of the coolest things ever. When you know somebody and they they reach that moment, uh, and I know he's not going to stop climbing until he gets that call to the show. So we will have an interview with Josh Hood later on in the show. So stick around for that. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, we, we got a lot going on. We got a lot going on. Um, so make sure you follow us there, at Underground PHI. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see my Twitter handle right below my face. And you should be subscribed to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. And, of course, make sure you subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're trying to hit that 200 subscriber mark now. We're very, very close. We need to get to 1,000, though, in order to take our channel to the next level. So be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the like button, click the bell icon so you don't miss a single episode of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. That's the main show. Outside the box, streamer season, get in the hole, top bins, and when football season's in season, you're going to have episodes of Eagles Enemies, you're going to have episodes of the Dan Russo Show, and you're going to have episodes of the Loaded Box Fantasy Football Podcast. So you don't want to miss any of that good stuff coming at you on our YouTube channel. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Get the sunglasses, the blue light glasses, your prescription lenses, people. They got it all. Summertime's in full effect. You got to be protecting those eyes outside, especially if you're living where I'm living in South Jersey. We got a heat wave for the next two weeks, people. Uh, so go get your sunglasses at TomahawkShades.com and use our code USP at checkout 
for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP for 25% off at TomahawkShades.com. Shout out to Kenwood Beer, the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia. You guys can go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. And the boys over at Bino. I'm telling you guys, Bino is the craze. It's the game of the year. It's the game of the century. Go to BinoBoard.com. That's B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com. And use code BINOUSP at checkout for 10% off boards, accessories, merch. You name it, they got it. BinoBoard.com. Go impress your friends with the new Man Cave She Shed tailgate party game of the century. That's BinoBoard.com. Promo code Bino. USP for 10% off your order from the homies over at Bino. Ladies and gentlemen, I do decree that we have officially done it. The curse of Miami has been temporarily lifted. The Philadelphia Phillies sweep a three-game series in Miami. And let me tell you guys, let me give you a little bit of a history lesson here because this even blew my mind to see this stat go down the way that it did. Uh, I was flabbergasted that this was the case here. The Phillies sweep Miami for the first time in Miami since 2010. Since 2010, guys. This is the first time that the Phillies have done that. Uh, I was blown away that this was the first time since 2010 that the Phillies have swept the Marlins in Miami. That is, we're talking four aces error. We're talking Roy Oswalt. We're talking Roy Halladay, Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, Joe Blanton, the whole nine yards. That's the last time the Phillies swept Miami in Miami. And yet here we are going into the All-Star break, which you guys should be watching this by the time it's uploaded. We'll probably be live on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter for the second annual Big Bash stream watch along. That's right. We are going live for the Home Run Derby. Your boy is supporting Kyle Schwarber. Going up against Pete Alonzo and the rest of the field. Myself and Stephen McAvoy got a nice juicy bet that we'll be talking about on the pod. Uh, or on the live stream, I'm sorry. So make sure you tune in to that at 8 p.m. Eastern time if you're watching this you know, before that happens. But the Phillies go into the All-Star break 49-43 and 43, um, with a, a plus 62 run differential. We'll get into the run differential later on in, the sh- in this segment, but... 49 and 43. They're currently in that final wild card spot. And to sweep the Marlins going into the All Star break is like the best possible thing that could have happened for this team because now we feel great about them coming out of the All Star break. You're going to feel fantastic about the Philadelphia Phillies post All Star break because they went out and they swept the Miami Marlins. I've been keeping track of. Phillies wins and losses against the Marlins all season long. I believe they are now. I don't know if I updated it after the sweep game. So we might get a live update here uh, from me on my Marlins wins tracker. But they're above 500 against the Marlins this year so far, which is crazy to think about because of all the times we've complained about the Marlins just having their way with us. Uh, let's see. So I updated this. No, I did not update it yet. 
So the Phillies this season are 6-4 and four so far against Miami, uh, which is just beautiful to see. Um, because we talked about the house of horrors that is Miami. You know, the last time the Phillies swept Miami in Miami, they were playing at the Dolphins Stadium. They were the Florida Marlins. That's crazy to think about. Um, so the fact that they were able to pull that off going into the All-Star break, knowing the series that the Phillies have coming out of the All-Star break as well against a bad Cubs team, against a team that's in front of you in the Braves in both the wild card and the division, and then you have a four-game set against the Pittsburgh Pirates? Hello, Dave Dombrowski. I hope you're working the phones this All-Star break. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. Because my oh my, this is like the... This is the creme de la creme of how I felt about And the Phillies are doing this without Bryce Harper. They're doing this without, like, three-fifths of a pitching rotation that's consistent. And they're doing it without Gene Segura, who's arguably their most consistent player on offense and defense. This is where we are. Like, if the Phillies can continue to, like, hover and levitate, get a little healthy during the All-Star break, do the damn thing there... And then head out of this all-star break, get some reinforcements at the trade deadline. Come on, bring us bring us the pieces, Dave. This this is gonna be a fun dog days of summer. I'm I'm juiced up right now. Like when I when I tell you I was uh when I saw that we swept the Marlins, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to do backflips off the scoreboard at CBP. I was so thrilled. I couldn't be prouder of the boys. They held it down. They put up the runs. They smacked them in the mouth. It was just a beautiful thing to witness. And uh, the fact that it's the first time in 12 years that it's happened is just even crazier to me. But the Phillies get the job done against the Marlins. Let's take a look at the NL East run differential now at the All-Star break, the unofficial halfway point of the season uh brought to you by the homies over at pickup who are also the presenting sponsor of our home run derby live stream which will be live on twitter facebook and youtube at 8 p.m eastern time uh start playing the hottest headlines in sports created by content creators just like us play the props at playpickup.com rack up points on your fan profiles cash them in for prizes on the pickup marketplace that's playpickup.com uh, the New York Mets leading the way at 58 and 35 with a plus 83 run differential. The Atlanta Braves at 56 and 38 with a plus 72 run differential. Your Philadelphia Phillies at a 49 and 43 mark with a plus 62 run differential. 
and this beautiful series against the Marlins has done done them in, uh, where the Marlins sit at 43 and 48 and now have a negative 12 run differential. And that stolen, stupid franchise, the Washington Nationals, who look like they're getting ready to trade Juan Soto, are 31 and 63 with a minus 149 run differential, the worst in all of baseball the last time I checked, and it is still that way by quite some margin. So that's your NL East run differential. Uh, and an update on my worst record in baseball bet uh, that I placed earlier this year, the Pittsburgh Pirates, with the second worst run differential in all baseball, yet they do not have close to the, to the worst record. They're 39-54, and 54, uh, two teams in their division with worse records than them, the Nationals with a worse record than them. Uh... The Kansas City Royals and Oakland A's with worse records than them. Pittsburgh, I'm going to need the Phillies to sweep Pittsburgh coming out of the All-Star break. No doubts about it. Uh, Need that to happen big time. And, you know, we got the Home Run Derby. Kyle Schwarber officially in almost the entire NL East is in the Home Run Derby. Juan Soto, Kyle Schwarber. Pete Alonzo trying to three-peat, but he's not going to because I refuse to buy Stephen McAvoy a Mets jersey. Uh, that I would have to wear on this show. And then uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is also in the home run derby, which is very exciting. Albert Pujols, Jose Ramirez, Julio Rodriguez, and uh, Corey Seager. That is your home run derby field. And we do have an opportunity where our bet of myself and Stephen McAvoy, where if Kyle Schwarber wins, Steve has to buy me a Kyle Schwarber jersey. But he has to wear it on Get in the Hole, our golf podcast, before sending it to me. Now, if Pete Alonzo wins, I have to buy Steve a Mets Pete Alonzo jersey, and I have to wear it on Underground Sports Philadelphia live for the world to see myself in a Mets jersey. And that is the last thing I want to do. So looking at the home run derby field for Monday night, uh, I'm going to need... I'm going to need whoever is going up against Pete Alonzo. It's Pete Alonzo versus Ronald Acuna Jr. That's going to be a doozy of a round. Um, round two, you know, I, I do have a nice little thing where Pete's going to get to the second round, but Kyle Schwarber is the one seed. Pete Alonzo is the two seed in this. It's going to be an interesting battle all night long, and I swear there is an opportunity where Pete Alonzo meets Kyle Schwarber in the final and if that happens, so help me, so help me, home run derby people. The our live stream is going to be bananas, bananas. Um, so you're not gonna want to miss that. I'm very excited for the uh, the home run derby. It's one of my favorite events in all of sports. I can't wait for it to be at Citizens Bank Park. It's gonna be a blast in 2026, and you best believe we are gonna be there one way or another. Because uh, I I need to see a home run derby live in my lifetime. Um, but the Phils, I feel great about them. Hopefully, you know, some moves are swirling about and, you know, post all-star break, we'll start to see some of the fruition of, of Dave, Dave Dombrowski's phone being, uh, on hyperdrive and hitting up some people for, uh, for some players. The Phillies did draft a former major league superstar son in the 2022 MLB draft in the first round pick number 17. Uh, the Phillies drafted another young outfielder. 
to get the whole podcast hosted by Stephen McAvoy and John Mavalia. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Get In The Whole Pod and be on the lookout for a ton of great content keeping you up to date on the world of golf. Releasing weekly a part of the Underground Sports Philadelphia family of podcasts wherever you listen to your favorite shows. By the name of... The 2022 MLB Draft, the Philadelphia Phillies select Justin Crawford, an outfielder from Bishop Gorman High School in Las Vegas, Nevada. There it is, Justin Crawford coming to your Philadelphia Phillies, the son of Tampa Bay Rays legend Carl Crawford. Uh, and the media asked Justin if he remembered the 2008 World Series. And Justin said, I was four years old, so I really don't remember it, um, which is so funny. Um, made me feel so old, even though I'm relatively young when we're talking in the grand scheme of things. I'm excited. You know, he's a young, speedy outfielder. Um, Rob Thompson said that he's a – or I'm sorry, Brian Barber said that he's a, a future – you know, five-tool center fielder, defensive superstar. I think if he can put some power into the bat, he's going to be really, really good, uh, which has me very excited. Um, so I'm pumped about the pick. I know Jack Fritz, who is like MLB draft expert that I go to, especially when it comes to the Phillies. We'll have to have Jack on in the very near future to talk about the the draft as a whole. But um, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, I, I like the lineage. Carl Crawford was an exciting electric player back in the day. And uh, to be able to grab his son now is is super exciting. So I'm pumped about that. And uh, speaking of the MLB draft, we are going to kick it to our interview with newly drafted Seattle Mariner, Josh Hood, newly minted underground athlete as well. So sit tight and we're going to talk to Josh Hood about his draft experience. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Congratulations. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, I got to ask you, what, what was that phone call like? Uh, it was awesome, man. So, like, uh, I had, like, uh, I was talking, like, with my, uh, like, uh, my agent, and uh, he gave me, like, the heads up for it, basically, before, and then all of a sudden I got the call. And he was like, uh, he was like, um, what did he say? He was like, uh, have you heard your name called yet? Oh, thank you so much. Sorry. Uh, so he was like, uh, have you heard your name called yet or am I too early? And I was like, no, I haven't heard it yet. And he was like, all right, well, we'll enjoy this moment together then. And then he waited and then, you know, then the name popped up. Yeah. That's so sick, man. Yeah. And then everybody started cheering and he was like, oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> what was, uh, what was the thought that it was Seattle? Oh, it's awesome, man. Uh, I, they kept coming up uh, over and over again, so I had a feeling it was going to be them. That's and awesome. I'm glad. I'm just glad I, I'm going to a team that, that wants me, um, especially to Seattle. Like they, I know they, they've got an awesome fan base out there, and especially since they, they haven't won a World Series yet. You know, just having the opportunity to, you know, maybe get that for them one day. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just it's just awesome. So I'm I'm super excited. What do you think it is? All all you South Jersey guys going out west. 
It's you, Buddy Kennedy, Mike Trout. You know, all you guys are just hanging out out west now. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know, but I- I'm all for it. Those West Coast, those West Coast teams know what's up in South Jersey. Yeah, they they do know what's up. Those West Coast teams, so and it's working out for them. So, uh, yeah, man. What do you uh, What do you expect? Like going to a team like Seattle? Obviously, you know, like you said, the the fan base is is super rich, and you know that opportunity to potentially help them win a World Series down the line. But like going to a place like that that has so many, you know, historic icons like Griffey, like Edgar Martinez and, and stuff like that. And then the team they have now, a bunch of superstars as well. Um, oh, yeah. You know, what What are your expectations going into an organization that has all of that rich history and all, the, you know, that, that superstardom? Yeah, man, that's, that's part of the reason I'm super excited. You know, there's a bunch of legends that have played for that team like Griffey and, and Martinez and, you know, they're just an awesome organization, but, you know, unfortunately they haven't won a World Series yet. So uh, despite all those stars that they, they've had, they, they haven't been able to win a World Series. So hopefully that, you know, I, I'm i glad that I get the opportunity to try for that. Um, so that's something I really look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Did you get a chance to talk to anybody from Seattle when they uh, when the call came through or was it just your agent? Oh, no, it was uh, the call came from uh, my the call came from the scouting director for the Mariners. Nice. Scott, Scott Hunter. What was that? Uh, what was that conversation like? Yeah, it was good. It was, he, like I said, he was like, uh, he was like, have you heard your name called yet? Or, or uh, am I too early? And I was like, nah, ha- haven't yet. And he's like, all right, well, we'll enjoy this together. And then the name popped up. Everybody started cheering. And he was like, there it is. And he was, just told me congrats. And, just told me how pumped he was that to make me a Mariner. I told him the same. I'm, I'm super excited. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to get going. And, obviously, you know, you were drafted later in the draft. Uh, what was it, last year or the year before? Um, yeah, last year. But to see your name, you know, in the sixth round, which, you know, when people see the sixth round of a draft, they typically go directly to, like, the NFL or anything like that because it's the familiar territory. But when it comes to the sixth round in, in baseball, it's almost like the second or third round to like normalize it almost but to see you get called you know in, in those first you know six rounds how awesome is that for you and just kind of put in perspective like you know your journey you've had from you know the prep even you know Vineland you know little league to the prep to uh-huh. uh you know everything with with Penn and then going to NC State Cape Cod League to see your name in the top six rounds how awesome is that uh, it's it's amazing man it's great like I said, I'm just I'm glad I'm going to a team that wants me. So uh, I'm I'm just super excited, man. I just can't wait to get started. Which uh, which Mariners uniform do you think is the best? Oh, I I really like the uh, I don't the the they're like newer green ones, you know. Like I, yes. I like that one. Yeah, completely agree. Those, those are awesome. Um, are you are you excited to when you get to Seattle potentially try those crickets that they? always advertises you know concessions and everything oh yeah for sure i'll give them a try <laughs> it's <You> protein <laughs> yeah for sure what was it like for mom and dad seeing your name get called and everything because i know they've been on this journey with you since the beginning what was the, what was that moment like for them oh it was awesome man I, i'm just so glad i was able to to spend the time with them enjoy the moment with them because you know they they've literally been by my side throughout this whole thing and they they're the reason i'm here so uh I can't thank him enough. And, you know, to we talked about, like, your journey from, you know, Little League all the way to now. But, like, when you look back and, 
you know, think about all the, the time and, and work and dedication you put in and playing multiple sports and then everything, you know, with Penn, going to Cape Cod League. What is that kind of like that moment for you when you sit back, see your name called and, you know, it does it kind of like play back in your head a little bit like that journey to get to that point? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I can just remember like it was yesterday. Um, you know, first starting out baseball at like five years old, East Vineland. Um, you know, all the way up from all the different teams I played for, RK Chevrolet, uh, Consolo, uh, <laughs> Kennedy Concrete, Tri-City, you know, all those awesome teams, all the awesome all-star teams I played for growing up just as a kid, just, you know, developing my love for the game. Um, all, those, then, all those street league games we played hitting home runs over the fence at Dolphin. Oh, yeah. Dolphin <laughs> Swim Club. I was literally just talking about that like 20 minutes ago, how I wanted to go back and visit Dolphin just because that was like my whole childhood was there, you know, after swim practice and just wait until the pool opened so I could go play on the tennis court, hit some bombs with a junk ball bat and tennis ball. Exactly. I got, that oh, built yeah. the power. That was the initial power surge for Dolphin. Yeah, Josh man. It, it was like that – that established the love for the game hitting nukes so <laughs> did yeah. uh did anybody you know did the scouting director from seattle give you any idea of their plans for you you know position wise or or where you'll be kicking things off uh yeah not sure yet i know i'll be getting a call in like a few days you know uh just get some things straight sign some papers and stuff and then work on getting a flight to minicamp and then from there, I'll get assigned wherever. So figure out that out in a few days, I think. Is there, uh, if, if you had your way, what number is Josh Hood planning to wear in the pros? Mm, I don't know, man. I've, I've worn a lot of great numbers. Oh, really? You know, from uh, grew up wearing 11, uh, wore one in high school, then at six my, my freshman year, uh, seven. I really liked seven this past year. That's treated me well, so who knows? Maybe seven, but who knows? Yeah, and I mean, we talked about it earlier with, uh, you know, all the South Jersey guys out there. We didn't even mention, like, Denny Brady's out there with the Angels as well, but, you know, to eventually possibly have the chance to to play against, you know, Mike Trout in a divisional game or, or stuff like that, to have those South Jersey connections all across Major League Baseball, but especially in that AL West, how cool and special do you think that could be, you know, down the line? Oh, it's awesome, man. I, I love it when – because I've, I've met so many people in this game from all travel – like from traveling so far, you know, between summer ball and, and college. And you meet so many different people. So when you when you see people – when you meet up with people, you know, from South Jersey or like the Jersey area, you know, again, it's, it's nice to, you know, connect with them and just, you know, with that, you know, bond that we share just being from the same place, coming from the same place, so – it's it's really awesome to you know compete at the higher level with with guys that came from the same place that you did. Outside of the uh, the baseball realm, what about the city of Seattle? Like excites you the most? I don't know, man. I don't know too much about it, uh, but I'm I'm excited to you know learn more about it. Hopefully, so yeah. I don't know too much about it, but I'm looking forward to getting to know it. Get that West Coast lifestyle. You'll, oh, yeah. you'll at least have to invest in a rain jacket. I know that for, oh, yeah. for, for, for yeah, a fact. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, have you talked to any of your, your coaches college, high school-wise, after everything went down? 
Yeah, yeah, I've been getting texts from coaches, calls from, you know, college coaches. Uh, it's been good. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful, uh, you know, having them have my back and stuff, congratulating me. It, it was nice. What's the uh... – What's the mindset now? Because obviously, you know, going into the minor leagues and everything, it's it's same sport, but it's a whole kind of new ball game for you in a sense of, you know, preparation and, you know, moving up the ranks, you know, from rookie ball all the way to trying to get that, that call to the show. But what's the – does the mindset change at all for you on how, you know, you've prepared over the years, whether it was high school, college, Cape Cod, whatever it may be, do you think the, the preparation changes a little bit or is it still – you know, the traditional Josh Hood way of doing things going into, uh, you know, this new chapter. Yeah, man, just got a lot of, wa- lot of work to do. Uh, but, you know, it's basically just going to be the same thing I've done, just prepare and compete. So I just plan on continuing that. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing every day. So, and that's my plan and see where it, where it takes me. What's uh What's your message to the city of Seattle now? You got a whole new group of people coming in that that are gonna get a chance to know you and and follow along with your journey. What's the uh What's the initial message to the Seattle Mariners fan base from Josh Hood? Uh, I'm ready and I'm coming. There we so, go. Yeah. Sweet and simple it. for him. Yeah. Buddy, oh, yeah. congratulations. Uh, first and foremost, we'll have to continue doing having you on the show and everything would love to you know just give you a platform for stuff and we'll talk more I'll, I'll get your info from mom and everything and uh go go crush them out there man you've worked your ass oh, yeah. off for it and i'm proud of you because uh, i remember you know five-year-old you you know running around <laughs> the sandbox at dolphin so oh, yeah. you've you've earned this you deserve it and i uh, couldn't be proud of you man i appreciate it kyle <laughs> Shout out to Josh for giving us some time, you know, on his draft day to chop it up and, you know, talk about his draft experience means a lot to, to me and having known Josh as long as I have, um, he's a, he's a superstar in the making. I'm excited for Seattle. Shout out to the Mariners. Shout out to Josh. We out here, baby. We out here repping Seattle for the boy. Seattle Mariners fans here. Let's go. Shout out to Josh. Um, newly minted underground athletes. So you're going to be seeing some content along the way, along his journey for uh, the the long haul. Very excited about that. Uh, last bit that I'm going to talk about on here, and we'll definitely dive in depth on it on Wednesday night shows. Well, James Harden, I know in our video we posted that he signed. He hasn't officially signed yet, but he's like agreed to terms. And that's simply because, um, uh, well... <laughs> Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. You already know. I think that's how it always goes. We went like 45 minutes and we were at like Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. 
I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Robin's time. What's up? We're back. James Harden's all about winning. He wants to win. Uh, he basically said that he told Daryl Morey that you go sign the players we need and then give me what's left. Um, is basically what he said. Uh, it's, it's unbelievable that people wanted to slander this guy. I think a lot of people owe James Harden, uh, big time apologies. I, I think there's a lot of apologies that need to be given to James Harden. Uh, he said, I told Daryl to improve the roster, sign who we needed to sign and give me whatever is left over. This is how bad I want to win. I want to compete for a championship. That's all that matters to me at this stage. And I couldn't be more excited because James Harden cares. James Harden cares about winning, and that's what matters uh, with this Sixers team. They are in that stage where all that really matters is winning. Go out and win a championship, and James Harden will be loved here forever. Uh, he'll get unlimited access to cheerleaders in every single you know gentleman's club in Philadelphia, and he's got a new wine that's out. James, if you want to you know sponsor the podcast with your wine, we've been big fans of you for quite some time. Um. I mean, that's just the type of leadership you want from your one of your superstars that you traded for to bring in to play alongside your face of your franchise superstar. That's what you want from James Harden. Um, and, I mean, that that's exactly the type of stuff you want to hear. And, I mean, he, uh, he also talked about his relationship with Joel Embiid, which is also very, like, gets you giddy, gives you goosebumps. Um, this is what he had to say about talking with Joel Embiid all the time and, and staying in contact with him. I talk with Joel frequently, and we have meetings about how we're going to play and what we need to do to help our team win a championship. We're going to grow together and try to lead this team to the top. I believe we can do it together. James Harden on Joel Embiid. Shout out to the homie Josh Reynolds for pulling that quote for me to read to you there. Um, James Harden even flat out said it. He wasn't completely right last year, and he almost averaged a triple-double. I'm excited for healthy James Harden. I'm ready for, you know, mentally healthy James Harden because that situation in Brooklyn, Matt and I have talked about this a ton on this show. The situation in Brooklyn was so toxic last year. It was ridiculous. So for that to come through um, and potentially be on the table for, for James to really be at his peak is super exciting. Um, and I, I couldn't be happier. There's reports now that uh, a, a Philadelphia native son is uh, trying to come home potentially. Markeith Morris, according to Jason Dumas, uh, a source says Markeith's preference is to play for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, Markeith grew up in North Philadelphia and won a Philly Public League and two PA state titles at Prep Charter. The Sixers are still weighing their options, but have given this a thought uh, because this was back on July 7th that Jason Dumas was told uh, that Markeith Morris is aiming to sign with a contender this upcoming season and have a role. He's garnered interest from multiple teams that fit the bill. And shout out to Zoe because all of Uncle Zoe's brands 
are meshing together with that one. And if Markeith Morris came home to play for the Sixers, it would give us that bully ball identity that we thought we had three years ago um, and really give us you know, some grit and grind off the bench to go with P.J. Tucker, to go with some of these guys that have been here for a little bit and really you know, push them to be the types of you know grinders that this team needs in order to compete for a championship. So shout out to James Harden for being a big team guy and just wanting this team to succeed. That's exactly what you want from your superstar player. I couldn't be happier that James Harden is a sixer. Um, once the deal gets signed, we'll be thrilled as well. And I, you know, everybody has said there's no shot he's going anywhere. He's just waiting for the rest of the roster to get filled out so that the Sixers have the best possible chance to win a championship. We all know the traditional big four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. And that makes me love James Harden that much more so shout out to to james harden shout out to daryl morey and shout out to markeith morris let's get it done brother and bring you home let's do it um last bit of underground ish news we uh we started a campaign last night underground sports philadelphia D D. very fun very unbelievably electric uh content that I don't even know how to explain it, but that will be making its way to the YouTube channel one way or another very, very soon. So stay tuned for that down the line. Um, very stoked for that. And um, can't wait to share that with you guys because it's it's going to be wild stuff. And uh, yeah, it, it leaves me speechless even thinking about it. So stay tuned for that because it is a thing. And uh, will continue to be a thing for quite some time um, as time progresses. But big thank you guys for checking out the episode. Big shout out again to Josh Hood. Congratulations to my boy getting drafted by the Seattle Mariners. Make sure you guys are following us on the socials at UndergroundPHI on Twitter, on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single video. And, of course, comment down below how you're feeling about the fills, the Sixers, the draft, all that good stuff. Um, be a friend, tell a friend. Share the channel with your people. And let's get those subscribers up. Big thank you to our sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tomahawk Shades Pickup, Kenwood Beer and Bino Board. All their information and our promo codes are linked in the show notes on audio and in the description on YouTube. This has been episode number 447 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy, KB. We'll catch you guys 
for the Home Run Derby stream and live on Wednesday night on twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI with myself and Matt talking all things Phillies, All-Star Games, Sixers, whatever it may be. We're talking about it. We're going to have some fun. So we hope you join us. But until then, I'm getting the heck out of here and I'm signing off. Peace. Cheers.